0: All right, folks. Here we go. Another Sunday's here, week two. Like I said, you know, it's not that the it's not the end of the world if you lose week one, but if and, and you start zero one, but if you start zero two, then it starts to get a little tougher. It starts to get really tougher for some teams, and there's several teams that were in the playoffs last year that are staring at 8-2 starts, some comp- potential contenders. In the NFL history, three times has an 0-2 team made it to the Super Bowl and won. The 93 Cowboys, the 0-1 Giant, uh, the one Patriots, and the 2007 New York Giants. Who ironically themselves are 0-2 to start this here in this week. So, like I said, it's always critical to get to get to get a win early just to set the tone, even if you don't if you're not playing well right now. But let's get going here. We have our unanimous picks. We have three of them today. The first one, even though the Texans won big last week, we don't expect them to be very good. And they're playing a contending team in the Cleveland Browns, who obviously hopes to get off the snide today after, after a tough loss to Kansas City last Sunday.
1: Yeah, definitely. That's uh, not
0: even worth talking much about. Like I said, another AFC South team that's struggling, Jacksonville Jaguars, they're mess. They 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 obviously, you know, wasn't a good start for – for Trevor Lawrence and obviously Wasn't a great week for the coach Who's been in rumors about His job security already I mean I don't think Jacksonville would fire him After one week but the rumors About UFC job Intrigued uh, Intrigued this coach and obviously Now he's trying to Save fate and say that this is his team And this is his franchise for now for Urban Meyer But they played the Denver Broncos Coming off a off a very big win Week one On still on the road today, big matchup for them to easily beat Jacksonville. Yeah, Denver should win that
1: game. I mean, it could be a little bit closer than people think, but I don't. it, It shouldn't be an issue.
0: And our last one is, and our last unanimous pick is the manager special pick. Obviously, even though it is a division game, and we shouldn't always take division games lightly. Atlanta coming off a very terrible loss to us last week to the Eagles last week has to go on the road to the defending champs to Tampa Bay and Tom Brady and like I said if this if there's many flaws and we obviously know there are then it's not going to get any better today when you're playing the defending champs. Yeah, that should be a blowout. All right. Like I said, we have a lot of games to get through, not a lot of time. So, we will start with an AFC East matchup here first. Like I said, Mac Jones debuted last week. It went okay. You know, nothing nothing exciting. He threw for over 200 yards. You know, Patriots could have won that game, but they they came up short. Obviously, the Jets in the, also debuted a rookie quarterback. I think this is the first time in a long time these two will place off with rookie quarterbacks. Zach Wilson, he played okay, but still they were expected to lose and they did. It's a home opener for Jets as they start their rebuild and their champ- their chances. But a big matchup here for the for these two in an AFC East matchup that used to have meeting, but does it still go ahead. Yeah, I'll just
1: go quick on this one. Um you know the Jets are still one of the worst teams in the league, but they're better than they were last year. And, you know Zach Wilson gives them some hope anyway for the future. Mac Jones, like you said, he, he had a decent game, but they lost. Um, I expect them to have a much better game, obviously this week against the Jets as opposed to last week against the, Miami, the Dolphins. But um, but yeah, I think I think, uh, I think uh, this Patriots' is going to be all over Zach Wilson, and like I said, I think Mac Jones will have a decent, a uh, pretty good game and look for um, um, Damian Harris to have a good game after he ran for 100 yards and a touchdown last week. I'm expecting even more out of him this week. So, yeah, I think the Patriots win this one fairly easily. I'm going to say the final score here is going to be 32-16.
0: Yeah, like I said, this is going to be interesting. Like I said, I can't remember the last time these two franchises would start rookie quarterbacks. And obviously, like I said, for the Jets, they're coming off a tough a tough loss in Carolina against their ex-quarterback. their ex quarterback. And They are Ray Rumors saying that they wish they'd never let Sam Darnold go, but they failed him. And they have to get over it. You know, you have Zach Wilson, you have Robert Sala. Maybe in the long term, both of them will be better than what you did have. But obviously... You know they're coming off of you know it's a big matchup with the division. Obviously the Patriots, you know they have ideas of making the postseason, but they didn't get off to a good start in that in that situation against Miami. And like I said, Mac Jones is a it's going to be a work in progress as well. Like I said, obviously the the mindset is still on a few weeks from now when they play that ultimate Sunday night game, that ultimate barn burner of Sunday night the most overhyped pre-regular season matchup ever, and we're getting close. But obviously, they're not worrying about that. Belichick damn sure ain't worried about that. They just want to get a win. They'll get one today. But it will be a closer game than your than your prediction. I think that, you know, these division games are always per, always tough and pers- sometimes personal and all that. Like I said, it's not like this It's going to be a great game, but... I think the Patriots are going to win, but it's going to be about one score affair here. So, Patriots win, and the final score twenty-four to seventeen. Yeah. All right, we're going to go to a later matchup. Like I said, Arizona in a great division. Like I said, they have a interesting matchup here this afternoon. Obviously, the Vikings are coming off a tough loss in Cincinnati that went that nearly went the, the the entire advertised distance that the NFL can give you. A last-second field goal in overtime loss. Like I said, they're still on the road. They're in the West today. Arizona, like I said, come off a dominant win on the road themselves in Tennessee. Big matchup here in the late afternoon. Go ahead. So, the, um, the like you said, the, the Cardinals... They had a, a big game last
1: week. They totally shut down the Titans' offense. Derrick Henry was completely shut down, and that defense is going to have to come up big again this week because last week they faced the, the uh, reigning NFL rushing champion, and this week they're facing the runner-up in Dalton Cook. So that defense is going to have to come up big. And um, Chandler Jones, he was a beast last week. He had five sacks. You know, he's going up against another team that he should have a a good game against as well. I mean, the Vikings don't really have that great, that good offensive line. And it's not like Kirk Cousins is a guy that you have to fear him, you know, breaking tackles and getting out of the pocket and all that. So I expect Chandler Jones to have another good game off to a great start there in Arizona. Minnesota, like you said, they had a disappointing game last week, lost to the Bengals in OT. They were penalized 12 times. You know they were very sloppy, obviously. So they're going to have to try to turn it around, and they're going to be trying to run the ball a lot with Cook. Um, I think Cook will have some success, but that Arizona D, you know, they're going to focus on that run game. That's the bread and butter for Minnesota. So, so yeah, I think uh, I think it's going to be a, a tough game though there for Minnesota. You know, I think. Um, Tyler Murray had a huge game last week. I think he's going to have a huge game again this week against a weak defense. And uh, I think Arizona's D comes up big, too. And the Cardinals with the victory here. the Final score is going to be 33 23.
0: Now, for people that are watching on the West Coast on Fox, the NHRA is playing, is racing in Charlotte. And they own they got a license to do it on the regular fox affiliates here here in the east coast we have at 4:30 after the after the early games but here in philly we have our game our post game reports and everything else so that won't be seen if you're living on the west coast you get to see that uh, if you you have a later game it's no doubleheaders for fox so obviously you get to watch that you get to watch that before your later afternoon game for your teams but that's, that's just them. That's, you know, whatever. Let me get off topic here. All right, to this matchup, the, like I said, the Vikings are coming off a tough loss. They were penalized 12 times, as you said. Like I said, they lost in field goal. This is a critical year. Like I said, they didn't get off to the best start. And like I said, it's not going to get any easier today. When you're placing Arizona, who had probably the most impressive victory in week one. A dominant road win, their home opener today. Like I said, Kyler Murray, he's gonna he's gonna light it up. Like I said, I don't think the Vikings defense is that great. You know, they weren't they weren't good. I mean, they were okay last week, but it seems like they'll get dominated on if they if they if they, if they need to. And like I said, I, I don't think it's gonna make much of a difference. And like I said, I just I mean, Kirk Cousins at this point, he's. He's basically bracing for cover here because Viking fans are going to come home. You know, they'll, they'll open their home opener next week, and they're not going to have a lot of excitement for him. So I expect Cardinals to dominate, and they will. Another dominant day for them and the final score, 34-23. to 23. All right. Like I said, the NFC South are placing each other live division bat- matchups this week. So to this matchup here, the the Panthers and the Saints coming off big victories last week. The Saints still on the road. They're not going to be back in. Uh, they're not going to be back at the the Superdome until the beginning of next month. So they're going to be mostly on the road until then. Like I said, it was a great debut for Jameis Winston, his first start in New Orleans, had, had five touchdowns, only 150 passing, yards passing, that's interesting. Obviously for Sam Darnold in Carolina, like I said, he also hit, hit, hit you know veteran quarterbacks in new places. Very much a, a solid debut, could have been better, but they did win, and they're off to a good start, so... Should be an interesting matchup as these two teams, like Tampa Bay, fight for first place early. Go ahead.
1: Yes, this one, um, I'm I'm calling a upset alert on this one, man. Um, the Saints came out last week; they look great. Um, they 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 totally blew, they blew out the Packers. James Winston five touchdowns, like you said. That defense played great. Um, so they're the, they're they they're the favorites the coming into this one, but. I think Carolina, man. I think they're gonna. I think they're gonna take it to the Saints here. Maybe, um, like you said, they had a decent game against the Jets last week. I mean, it wasn't amazing, but they, Sam Darnold looked good. Um, Christian McCaffrey's back to form. He had 30 touches, 187 total yards. You know, he had a big game. Um, so. Yeah, I think I, I don't know, man. I think Carolina's going to have a good performance here. Um, the big thing I'm looking for out of Carolina is they got to clean up their red zone offense. They were poor last year in the red zone, and then last last week they went they scored they went one for four for touchdowns in the red zone. They're going to have to pick it up, but if they um utilize if they utilize um, Christian McCaffrey hev- heavily when they get in the red zone, I mean I think they should be able to score some. You know, best running back in the NFL, but. We'll see, we'll see. But I think Carolina's going to pull up an upset here. And um, I'm picking Carolina, man. And I'm going to go with the final score of 27-24.
0: Like I said, these two teams, like I said, they don't want to be considered disrespected to defending champs. And they know the Falcons are not, might not be very good this year. So this is a very critical matchup here. Like I said, it's always important to play your division games and play them tough. And like I said, they're both coming off interesting wins, a dominant win for the Saints against against a team that was the number one team in the NFC in the regular season last year. But when you look at, at the Saints, it was kind of pedestrian for Jameis Winston. Even though he threw for five touchdowns, it was almost like it was kind of like Lamar Jackson, only 150 yards passing. It's not going to work. And for Carolina, like I said, Sam Darnold, I wasn't really that impressed with him last week, and you probably weren't either. Like you said, they weren't good in the red zone, one for four. Chris McCaffrey played a decent game. He had over 150 scrimmage yards. And like I said, he's going to be very key today. Like I said, this is going to be a, a battle. This could also go to overtime. It's going to be a tough, you know, it's a divisional battle. You know, these early games, these early season games, anything can happen. It's still very warm outside. It's going to be warm down there, about 85 degrees. But obviously, like I said, I'm going to go against you here. I think the Saints, you know, defensively, they're still very good. Alvin Kamara, you know, I think he'll even outplay McCaffrey. And that's pretty much where the the success is going to come, where the score is going to come from. So I'm going to go with the Saints here and the final score 30 to 26. Okay. All right, we're going to go to the Windy City, the home opener for the the Bears coming off a tough loss on Sunday night. And obviously they're still not going to use just uh they're still not going to use Justin Fields at least as far as a start. He's going to be playing cameo like he did last week. It's still Andy Dalton's team and why not? Andy Dalton once again for the second straight year gets to play his ex team, the Cincinnati Bengals, who are coming off an interesting an interesting win last week. They're once again playing an NFC North competitor. Like I said, very important matchup for both of these two teams as they as they keep going into their season. So go ahead. Yeah, Chicago's
1: defense, well their team in general, got blown out last week by the Rams. But the defense, which is supposed to be their strength, which I told you was overrated back when we did our preview, um, they, they didn't look good. And they're going up against an offense here in Cincinnati that has a ton of talent. Like I said with Cincinnati, when we talked about them, their problem is their offensive line. But against the Vikings, they, they were decent. Um, Joe Burrow had a nice game. Jamar Chase went for over 100 yards in his NFL debut, which proved that you know the guy can catch. There were a lot of questions about his drops in the preseason and training camp, but, you know, he came up, came through when it counts. So um, I'm expecting a, another good offensive performance out of the Bengals. And like you said, Andy Dalton playing quarterback. <laughs> the Bears aren't going to score a lot of points against anybody, even against a bad Cincinnati defense. So I'm looking at the, the Bengals to get the victory here. Bears go to 0-2. And we're going to be hearing a lot of calls out of Chicago to get Justin Fields out there, which I think, uh, I think the coaching staff is trying to avoid just because of how bad that offensive line is. They don't want to just throw the rookie out there to get crushed, but you know, let Andy Dalton take the punishment, <laughs> you know? So yeah, Bengals win this one. And, um, you know what? I'm going to, I'm going to say the final score here is going to be 27-20.
0: Well, like I said, I mean, the problem with with the fact that we we talked about this and we're going to probably continue to talk about this until eventually it, it happens. The fact is that you know you you say you promised Andy Dalton to get him. Oh, let's give him as may you know we, we gave him a contract and stuff. But remember, you've drafted a quarterback for a reason, and he's outplayed him. So I don't understand the 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 nor the the, the, the the I don't get it. Mike Lennon was one time a bear. He got, Mitch Trubisky was drafted in the same year he was signed to be the, the starter. Guess what happened? Trubisky took over. And that was not like four or five years ago. So I'm, I'm tired of, of that BS when it comes to, to oh, we're not going to play Justin Fields right now. Let's Andy Dalton. The hell with that. How many losses will it take, take before that actually happens? To me, I wouldn't want to blow this season if it's still possible. Now, luckily, this division is bad because nobody won last week. They're the only division without a victory. So, and they're not going to get a win here today because Cincinnati's coming in here. I think they're going to have a a decent game. Joe Burrow's going to throw for a couple of touchdowns. Joe Mixon will have a decent day. Like I said, Chicago's defense outside of Khalil Mack, it's not really doing anything significant. Even though they tried against the Rams on Sunday night last week, it just wasn't good enough. Stafford knows that defense well and they carved them apart. So and I expect Joe Burrow to do the same. So I don't like the Bears chances today. I do expect Fields to come in maybe at garbage time to to get some reps to, to give the to give the Bear fans a little bit of a of a of an excitement. But at this point, they're not going to win today. It's going to be the Bengals and the final score, 34-20. to 20.
1: Yeah, well, you know, when it comes to starting Brooks quarterbacks, man, you put them out there too early or and they're not ready or they get crushed early, you know, you, you could ruin their career. Just look at guys like, um, you know, Derek Carr. There's a long list of guys who got put out there when they weren't ready and, and they, never, they never recovered, so... You know, it, 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 at all you mean David. You mean David Carr.
0: You mean David Carr, right?
1: Oh, what did I say, Derek? Yeah. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah, yeah his David older Carr. brother,
0: Mister Sack, the Sack King. He, he's called the Sack King for a reason. Got sacked seventy six times in his rookie year. <laughs> yeah, oh my god. Right. Oh my god, that was horrendous. <laughs> but anyway, like I said, like I said, I understand that not that logic. You gotta, you gotta some some quarterbacks they have to learn the the line it's all about their line and if their line isn't good enough I understand that but they got to get reps in because they might be better off but we'll but like I said you and I don't work for the NFL so we we can't work in these teams and they can't figure that stuff out so whatever all right we're going to go to the Monday night matchup this would be a unanimous pick but because it's a Monday night matchup we can't we have to go cover this game anyway for Green Bay, they're coming off uh, one of the worst losses in the Aaron Rodgers era. It was very, it was just, it was embarrassing. It was terrible. And obviously, it, you know, there's a lot of question marks and they, as they go into their home opener. Detroit, like I said, n- no expectations from them. We don't expect them to do much. Even though a lot of people feel like, oh, hey, the 49ers, we almost beat them. We almost beat them. Hold on, hold your horses. The 49ers took their foot off the gas. If they if they if they stayed on the gas, you would have lost by plus 25. So don't even get don't even get me started with that. At this point, this is going to be a, a a terrible Monday night matchup. Even though primetime games this year have been pretty much exciting to watch. Will this be one of them? I don't think so. So go ahead.
1: Yeah, man, this one um I, I like it like just like last week I had one um I considered for a lock of the week. This is one I was thinking about putting as my lock of the week. But like I said, early in the year, at least I'm trying to pick, um, someone interesting games. So I passed, but yeah, this, I'm not even going to get too much into this. Look for the Packers to completely blow them out. They're, they're pissed about last week's embarrassing performance. It's the home opener against a garbage team. I mean, the, the Lions could be the worst team in the NFL. Like you said, they, they made a comeback in garbage time against the Niners, but that's not going to do anything to move the needle. So, yeah, Packers blow them out easy. They will cover the spread if you're looking to bet. You know, it's not my pick of the week, but it could be. It's that, it's going to be that, it's that, this one's almost a lock as far as I'm concerned with the spreads at 11 and a half, if I didn't say that. But, um, yeah, Green Bay wins easy. Final score is going to be, um, you know, I'll give the the line some some credit. They'll uh, they'll get some points in garbage time again. So I'm going to say that the Packers win with a final score of 48 to 17.
0: Yeah, this is almost kind of your semi lock of the week. The way you gave gave that information, <laughs>
1: but, but it, I, it would be a lock if I wasn't trying to pick. Uh,
0: yeah, I understand. I understand. I understand. But like I said, this is like I said, this is kind of like a hocus pocus kind of deal for both of these teams. What we saw from these teams is not from these two teams are not what we think they are. The pack just looked bad. They looked terrible. It was a terrible game plan. It was a terrible setup, and Aaron Rodgers just seemed very useless and uninterested. But in front of the home crowd, you know, like I said, this is if this is his last year, he can't go out this way. This is a big matchup. It's a division game. It's against Detroit, who. Obviously, never wins in Green Bay. They only have three wins in Green Bay in 30 years. So, like I said, it's not going to be a good look for Dan Campbell and the and, and the Lions. They'll probably score a little bit, but this is going to be a blowout. I, I just don't see. I just don't see what I what I think is going to happen. So, Green Bay is going to win and win big. Final score: 40 to 19. Alright, we're gonna go to um we're gonna go to a later game here this afternoon. An interesting matchup, but we're kinda of worried. Like I said, for Tennessee, they're coming off of, of a terrible a terrible home loss and seems an opener. And now they have to go to another hard place, Seattle. And last week Seattle dominated the dominated the Colts and Carson Wentz. Once again, Wilson over Wentz. It is what it is. But like I said, big matchup here late in the after, late in the afternoon here. Like I said, Tennessee's coming off a, t- a terrible loss. Seattle's coming off a decent win. Will this be an interesting game, or will it be another tough, tough, tough sweating for Tennessee? Go ahead.
1: Yeah. So Tennessee's look. They, they need to turn it around like immediately. They're they they can not start off going too Well, they could, actually could when you look at the division they're in. You know the Colts are 0-1, and they're not looking too hot. They got a tough game this week. And then the other two teams in the division are two of the worst in the NFL. So an 0-2 start isn't the end of the, of the season for them by any means. But nonetheless, they don't want to get off the 0-2 start. They got blown out last week. That offensive line, which used to be really good, they got, they got embarrassed. Um, Ryan Tannehill was sacked six times. He lost two fumbles through an interception. Derrick Henry got shut down. The defense played horrible. I mean, it was it was an all-around bad game for them. Um, Seattle, they came out, they looked good again, um, and their defense played pretty good too. So you know, last year their their big um, their big downfall was their defense. So you know, we'll see if they can turn it around. I think uh, with Jamal Adams out there, they should be able to pressure Tannehill and. And we'll see. Obviously, the Seahawks' offense is good with Derek, with uh, Russell Wilson, D.K. Metcalf, um, Tyler Lockett, Chris Carson at running back. So they can put up points. And Russell Wilson here is looking for his 100th career win in the regular season. So, you I know mean, we'll see. But to me, I think Tennessee's going to gonna have that sense of urgency. This game's in Seattle, which is going to hurt. But... I don't know, man. I got a feeling here that Tennessee just—they—they they just need it more. They're gonna—they're gonna be extra focused, and I'm gonna pick Tennessee in, in an upset going to Seattle and stealing the home opener. So it's gonna be a tight one, though. But Tennessee wins here with a final score of thirty to twenty-six.
0: Well, like I said, Seattle normally in home openers, especially in the last four or five years with Russell Wilson, has not gone as good as you could it's been it's it's kind of been a struggle so I expect this to be a much more better game for Tennessee shockingly than was last week Seattle's defense isn't that great compared to what they had to deal with with Arizona's like I said I don't expect Tannehill to get sacked five times but you know it's going to be tough for both of these teams like I said, Russell Wilson's looking for his 100 victory in his reg, in the regular season. He'd be the fat. He's the fastest to do so, faster than Brady. But obviously, his career has obviously been great to to this point. But obviously, it's been you know questionable, you know, because Seattle of, of all the NFC West teams have kind of the least percentage to to do anything right when it comes to the postseason. So. Like I said, they want to go off to a strong start to keep this division in 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 their sights. And like I said, Tennessee's going to come with a sense of urgency, like you said, because they don't want to start 0-2. Like I said, there's several AFC playoff teams that are staring at an 0-2 start from last season. And like I said, Tennessee is a team that's just... I can see them controlling the game. I can kind of agree with you with that. But at the end of the day, it is Seattle. And Russell Wilson, this is a hard place to play. There's gonna be fan the fans being back. This is not an easy place for a for a road team to play in, especially when, when it comes to Russell Wilson. This place is hard. This place is rough. And like I said, that twelfth man's gonna be rolling. So like I said, Tennessee's gonna have their, their 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 moments, but they're gonna have their struggles as well. And I just don't see I just don't see them coming out of here with a victory. They're going to sadly start 0-2. So give the win to Seattle and the final score 34-30. to yeah. Alright, like I said, I know you don't want to talk about the NFC East. Like I said, luckily there was a big game that was, obviously we'll talk about on Wednesday, crazy game there, but Dallas plays today in a late afternoon matchup. That will be the pr- the premier matchup, the prime matchup on CBS. The, the Romo and Nance, Tony Romo gets the and he doesn't have to wait till Thanksgiving to see his his former team. He gets to see him this afternoon. The Chargers coming off of of, of of an interesting win. Like I said, Washington's defense pretty much had their way with Justin Herbert for for most of the day, but Justin Herbert had a late fourth quarter drive to win that game. And like I said. Home opener for them, obviously they shared the stain with the Rams, so it's what it is, but big matchup here in the late afternoon for Dallas they damn sure don't they have a they they don't want to overlook this matchup they have a big Monday night seat home opener against the Eagles and they damn sure don't want to overlook look the chargers and plus Dallas has a lot of injuries and a lot of issues. hard knocks did not work for them, so go ahead.
1: So um, Dallas, they're, they're they're in a tough spot here, man. They got a tough they got a tough opponent here in the Chargers. Um, they got a number of injuries. They're sitting at zero and one, potentially going down, depending on how things work out today. They could potentially be down two games in the division with the upcoming matchup against the Eagles. So um, yeah, this is a big game for them. Like I said, they got a lot of injuries though. DeMarcus Lawrence is out. Michael Gallup's out. Lyle Collins is out. Randy Gregory is on the COVID list, which I'm going to assume he's probably out too, which is between DeMarcus Lawrence and Randy Gregory, that's their entire pass rush. You know, they don't have much else after that. Um, One positive for the team is Zach Martin's back. He's going to be playing right tackle in place of uh, Lyle Collins today, but, you know, (laughs) for whatever that's worth. And, um, other than that, though, I can't. There's not a lot of positives about the Cowboys that I can look at. Um, they can obviously throw the ball and move the ball down downfield, like we saw that last week against the Bucks. Like once again, Dak threw for 400 yards in a loss. Um, but the problem is they can't run the ball. Zeke again last week, just like last year, 11 carries, 33 yards, another disappointing performance. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I don't have much else. Positive to say about Dallas, um, the Chargers. They're, they're, they, they had a good game last week against the Redskins. Their defense got some pressure. They got eight pressures on twenty-six dropbacks last week, which is pretty good. You know, it's against against uh, against Washington, who has a pretty good offensive line. That's a, that's a good rate. And uh, Justin Herbert, I'm looking for him to have a big game. And obviously, it's going to be another high-scoring game because that's what Dallas does. Look for a lot of yards out of Dak. But look for, once again, Dak to throw for a lot of yards and lose the game. So I'm going for the the Chargers here with a final score of
0: 38-34. Yeah, it's not been a good week for Dallas. I mean, like I said, hard knocks didn't, you know, what's even worse is it was announced this week that Hard Knocks is going to have for the first time an in-season look into a team, and it would fit the Cowboys perfectly, perfectly. But they didn't get that. It's going to a team that we'll we'll be talking about here in a moment. And unfortunately, like I said for for them, they have a live. Like I said, Gallup got injured in in the game last week. He's out indefinitely. Lionel Collins got suspended. He's he's obviously out indefinitely. Demarcus Lawrence hurt, broke his foot in practice. He's out. Gregory it seems like he's always out, has COVID. And then, to top it all off, you're a guy <laughs> you remember from back in their actual winning days from the 90s, he got hurt in practice. Their, one of their coaches, was it Nate Newton? I th- no, it wasn't Nate Newton. What was his name? The guy that goofed off in the in the Super Bowl had the pick six that wasn't. Oh, uh, Leon Lett. Le, yeah, Leon Lett. He broke. He broken. He had a. He has an injury and he's out of the coaching staff. Yeah, it's a mess right now. Dallas is an absolute mess. But what else can you say? They always are a mess. They can't. They're n- undisciplined. They kiss off of Jerry Jones's backside and the money he meant. and money. And it's ridiculous and and they're going to their sister their sister state stadium that Jones put a lot of cash in as well the the SoFi Field Super Bowl home this year and like i said it's interesting to see what we can see out there but Chargers coming off a big win last week Justin Herbert had a great game even though he he struggled against a very good defense now he gets to play a very weak defense today and he should have a decent day he should throw for a lot because that secondary sucks, and I expect and I expect nothing more or the less. I expect Mike Williams and Keenan Allen to have big games. You know, Austin Eckler should run, outrun Zeke. Zeke is not the same back he was at the start of his career, and, and it doesn't bother me because at this point, if Zeke continues to play like this, his run in Dallas might be numbered. You know, and at this point, what else can you say? You know, Dallas is staring at 0-2 start, and that's pretty much where they're going to finish at today, going into a big matchup, Her, their home opener next week. This is a game they can't overlook, but then again, even if they were to overlook, they're still going to lose anyway. So, the Chargers are going to win today, and they're going to win pretty comfortably, and I'll even say this, I think the defense is going to be even that bad. If it's going to be a shootout, then I'm going to put the final score as 44-30. to All right. We're going to go to Indianapolis, like I said, the team that will have hard knocks in the second half of the season starting, you know, in the second half of the season starting in November. You know, Carson Wentz wasn't a great impression first impression last week. And today he doesn't it doesn't get any easier. They play probably the best team in the NFC from what I've saw so far in the in the Rams with with the great Matt Stafford who's never lost to Carson Wentz another quarterback who's never lost to Carson Wentz and this is going to be an interesting matchup here like I said it's it should be a defensive battle you would think but like I said if Wentz still has the same issues he's had he had last few years here in Philly so like I said a big matchup here early in the early go ahead okay so
1: um Last week, I picked the Rams. They were my lock of the week. They came through. And um, this week, I'm sticking with them, man. This is my lock of the week here. Um, this is a, The Rams are giving up four points here to Indianapolis. And I, I don't even care about that, man. I don't care about the points because the Colts are not looking too hot right now. Like you said, Carson Wentz looked just like he looked last year. The guy just holds on to the ball way too long. He gets hit constantly. Um, you look at what the, everybody was saying in Indianapolis last week, they haven't seen the offensive line look this bad in a long time. Well, you know, the only difference between what past years and this year is this, the guy that we saw last year and in previous years they make our offensive line look bad and that's Carson Wentz. Um, so, you know, they're going up against a, a, a tough defense, like you said. The Rams have one of the best defenses in the NFL, they got a, a top-notch defensive line. Um, they got the best defensive lineman in the NFL in Aaron Donald. Now, that's, that, that's actually a good matchup to watch if you're watching this game. Is in the trenches there, Aaron Donald versus Quentin Nelson, who probably is the best guard in the NFL. So that's a good matchup to watch. But even if Nelson gets the best of Donald, the rest of that defensive line is going to be all over Carson Wentz. Um, Braden Smith. Their right tackle is going to be out today. Um, looks like Eric is coming back from an injury from when he played for the Chiefs last year. But Eric Fisher's going to be starting at left tackle. I don't know if that's going to help or not because the guy hasn't played or practiced for how long. So, you know, I, I don't think it's going to help much. I think once he's going to get hit a lot. I think there's, that Rams defense is going to be all over him. I think the Rams offense is going to be able to put up points. Like you said, Matt Stafford looked really good last week. And, um, Sean McVeigh, um, he has, he has a lot of success on the road. Since he became head coach, the Rams are 23 and 11 on the road in regular season games under McVeigh. And by the way, McVeigh is also 4 and 0 in road openers this season. So I'm looking for that to continue. I'm looking for the Rams to cover the spread of four points. And this is my, this is my lock, man. Final score Rams win. And I'm going to say, going to be
0: 36 23 yeah this this is going to be interesting like I said last week was not a good start for Carson Wentz in Indianapolis like I said for the Eagles even though they got handled their business and we're caring and we got to care about our deal we still have to care about Wentz at least for this season because a third first round pick is it's at stake and and unfortunately for us we have to make sure Wentz has a decent year and so does the Colts it was not a good start. He got hit twelve times. He was sacked three times last week against against Seattle. And now they're playing an even tougher defense in the Rams. And like I said, you know, you did mention the home openers last year they played Philly and it was a dominant win. And Wentz looked pretty bad in that game as well. So I expect more of the same today. You know, like I said, the Rams coming off a dominant win against the Bears on Sunday night. Like I said, I expect Stafford to have a big game. Probably three more touchdowns. Like I said, he just has the confidence. He's on a team that finally he has a chance to win. I think the Rams are the right now the best team in the NFC. I might might be wrong about that. For if you ask around, but they they do look great. They did look very impressive on last week, and they expect to be good today. Cooper Cup, I expect to have a big game. You know, Robert Woods, I think is gonna have. Have a cup a chance at a few touchdowns himself. So it's just like I said, the Colts are a decent team, but this is not. These are two, you know, two tough games in a row to start the year. You know, against probably the best division in football, and I don't expect much much else to happen for them to help their chances. So Rams win, and the final score thirty six to twenty six. Alright, now you would think my game of the week would be a certain a certain team playing tonight in prime time. But it's not. My game of the week, again, ironically, is in the AFC East, just like last week. The Buffalo Bills is coming off of uh off of a off maybe the surprising loss of, of week one, just the way the game went, from they were in control until they got beaten in their own home. And now they're playing a team that could have a chance against them today in Miami. Tough defense. Last year, these two teams played in Miami, and Buffalo barely escaped with the victory. And like I said, you're playing down in in a very in, t- t- in a tough environment where the heat index will be in the high 90s, and it's going to be sweating, and everything else It's going to be an uncomfortable and fe- feeling to go to Miami early in the year. Miami's coming off a tough, a, a surprising win in New England. Like I said. That's a big help. They could be looking at first place today, potentially. They are in first place because they're the only team that won in the AFCs last week. So, their chance to be fully in control of this division early today. Go ahead.
1: Okay, so um, we're actually getting tight on time now. We only got like 20 minutes. and We got like six games left to talk about. So, I'm going to go quick here. All right. Um, Buffalo's won five straight against Miami. Like you said, they they went down to Miami and snuck one out last year, but they've won five full five straight games against Miami. Um, last week, they got off to a nice start against Pittsburgh and then fell apart in the second half. Um, I think I don't think that's going to happen again this week. Um, you mentioned the the games in Miami and the, the heat and all that, which obviously I had to take into account, but at the same time. We're talking about the Dolphins. They've lost 12 of, the, twelve of their last eighteen home openers, so you know they don't necessarily have a great track record of these early September games or early to mid September games in Miami with actually getting wins out of that. So um, I'm going with the Bills here. They need the win. They, they're probably. I'm sure they're pissed about the loss last week, and I think uh, they're the better team anyway. So I'm going with the Bills. It's going to be tight though. Final score. I'm
0: gonna say twenty to seventeen. Yeah, this is gonna be a critical matchup and for Buffalo Bill fans who, you know, I don't I don't wanna say it's time to panic, but it might be if they don't win today. I mean, like I said, they're in a division that's gonna to be tougher than last year. Miami, like I said, they it wasn't like it was an impressive victory, but they found but they found a way against New England in a tough matchup, and this is my game of the week. So like I said, it shouldn't be another big battle, a big war. You know, Miami's defense is going to give Josh Allen fits throughout the game. And like I said, this could be a low-scoring affair. Like you, you say, I do agree with you there. And I do also agree that I think Buffalo will find a way here. Like I said, I don't trust Tua in big games. This is a big game. Even though they won last week, he wasn't that impressive. He threw an interception that nearly cost him the game in New England last week. So, like I said, Buffalo... They escaped, they'll escape, they didn't escape last week, but they'll escape this week, and the final score, 23-20. to 20. Okay, now our intriguing matchup of the day, our new one, gotta get used to it, our intriguing matchup of the day goes to an old school matchup, the two best teams in the NFL of the 1970s, Raiders and Steelers, and like I said, it's old school, it's Knock'em, sock'em, rock'em. Hey, how about this? They're both coming off of surprising wins last week. Neither of them were favored to win their games, but they won. And here they are playing each other today, early and maybe the best matchup of the early m- m- rounds. So go ahead. Yeah, well, um yeah. This is
1: a, a game that I don't know it's going to be all that great, but. It's interesting to to see what the Raiders do. Um, They tend to start off hot in the early part of the year, and then they fall apart in the second half. Um, But they had a really good game last week, and we'll see if they can keep it going. Um, One thing about that game last week, though, was their offensive line played poor. So that's one issue where they they had a lot of turnover on the line, and it hasn't generated positive, positive results here in the first game of the season anyway. Um Pittsburgh also has a poor offensive line and um it showed with Nasha Harris's production as his in his NFL debut, he only had he had sixteen carries for only forty five yards. So I don't know how either of these teams are gonna improve their offensive line as the season goes on. Um but Pittsburgh does have a a, a top notch defense there, whereas the Raiders don't obviously. So I think this one uh, this one is going to belong to the Steelers. Um, and, one, you know, they're, they're going to need it because they're in a tough division. And this is one of these games that they should win. So I'm going to take the Steelers here with a final
0: score of, I'm going to say, 26 24. Yeah, this is going to be a big physical matchup. Like I said, these are two teams that come up of all un- unlikely wins last week. The Raiders, obviously, are tra- 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 are going to the East Coast, which has not always been their best, in, in, especially in the Gruden car era. And like I said, it's going to be interesting to see what happens. Like I said, the Steelers are coming off. They didn't play well offensively at all last week. Their special teams actually won the game for them. They they dominated the line. I mean, they dominated the the f- field position, and, and, and Bills struggled there. So, like I said... You know, offensively, you're asking for it. I might trust the Raiders more, and I think they'll they'll dominate a parts of this game. But I agree with you. I think the Steelers they're at home. I think they're better. They should win this game, and they will. So, Steelers win in a in a barn burner and a struggle, and the final score twenty seven to twenty four. Yeah, and
1: one one uh, weird stat about this game though is um, the Raiders. You know, since Ben Roethlisberger has been was drafted in, in 2004, just in general, since two, in the 2000s, the Raiders have had not much have had not had much success. But uh, they're five and two against the Steelers since Roethlisberger was drafted. So, hmm. I don't know how to explain that one to you.
0: <laughs> I have no idea either. But it could be that way again today if, if they don't show up. All right, we're going to go to the Sunday night matchup. We got to make it quick here. Like I said, the Chiefs. And Lamar, like I said, Lamar bahomes This is their fourth meeting. It's the best lopsided robbery in in the league right now. Like I said, the Rockets own three, all three of the of these of these games. It's another big matchup here. The Ravens coming off a shocking loss. It's not, you know, the Ra- uh, the Chiefs are coming off a shocking win where they were trailed most of the day. So this is a big matchup, and for Baltimore. In the Lamar era, they have never started 0-2. They're staring at it tonight. Big matchup here. Go ahead. Yo, you there? Uh-oh.
1: Hey,
0: can you, can you hear me? Yeah, I hear you now.
1: Okay, sorry. Yeah, so the um, Raiders, they didn't start off good last week. Um... Yeah, I think the injuries at running back are going to hurt them throughout the year, um, and their defense didn't look too hot either. Neither did KC's, actually, when you look at it, because after one week of the season, Baltimore and KC ranked last and second last in the NFL in total defense, and they get a lot of combined 948 yards. Um, the difference is KC's offense can put up points. As you said, Mahomes, he's, uh, he's been a beast against the Ravens, 3-0. and but he's also just been a beast in general in September, 11 and 0 in his career with 35 touchdowns and zero interceptions. So um, it's not looking too, too promising for the Ravens right now. I think they're gonna have a tough time and Mahomes has a big game and um, he continues to be on this beat of streak against both the Ravens and in September and uh, Chiefs win easy. I'm gonna say a uh, final
0: score here is gonna be forty-one twenty-three. 23 like I said, it's not been easy for the Ravens. Like I said, they, they had all those injuries, the running game, everything. They lost everything there. And like I said, even though they played well enough to win against the Raiders, the Raiders came back and beat them in overtime and kind of questionable calls by the refs. You know, like I said, but now they're playing the Chiefs, who in in Lamar era, Mahomes, they played each other each year since they be, both became starters in in 2018. And it's been... A one-sided robbery. The Rocket has owned that matchups, but unfortunately, this game is in Baltimore, where the Chiefs dominated last year and beaten and beaten the Ravens. And it's going to be probably the same case here tonight. Yeah, like I said if This game was in Cleveland, If this game was in Kansas City, it would be a better look for for Lamar. Like I said, Lamar is going to have it tough. He's got to get to his receivers, and I don't know if he can. Like I said, it's not like Kansas City's defense is that great. They gave up twenty nine points last week. So let's be let's be honest. It's gonna be a high scoring affair like it always is. But I agree with you. I think that well well, I'll say this. For the first time, the Rocket will throw an interception, but he will still be undefeated. He will still win. So yeah, Kansas City's gonna win this game. It's gonna be a battle, but I'm gonna go with with the defending AFC champs in the final score thirty five to thirty. All right, let's go to our last game. It's kickoff off in about four more minutes. Like I said, these two teams coming off of big wins last week on the road. Obviously, for San Francisco, this is big. They're still in. They're technically now on the East Coast, even though you know Detroit's not really East Coast, but they're are Eastern Standard Time. Big matchup here for the Eagles. A shocking win in Week One against the Falcons, but they have a big matchup here against. Against the forty nine ers a much tougher test, but like I said, a good chance to show how good this team really is against a team that may very well be a contender to go far in January. So go ahead. So you
1: know what I, I think about the Niners? I think they're a really good team, and I think they, they're going to compete for the, the uh, NFC title potentially. Um, but I think it's going to be a, a good game, man. This is going to be a good one. The Eagles are, are, like I said before, they're, they're underrated. They're not a bad team, you know. Um, and they proved me right at least for one week last week. They look great against the Falcons. Um, now, one thing about the Niners, they got some injuries going on over there, especially at running back. Um, they've lost their number one cornerback for the season. So there could be, there could, there could be an opportunity here for the Eagles to, to steal a game especially early in the season with San Francisco coming over to the East Coast. Um, so we'll see. We'll see. But one thing about the Niners, man, they're going to – Kyle Shanahan in that offense, he's going to find a way to move the ball, even if their running game isn't all that great. Or even if they – I should say, even if they don't have a great running back, they'll still find a way to get move the ball. They'll still find a way to generate yards from the ground. Um, they're – they, you know, they just pull out – Nobody running backs, and they, get, they run for 100 yards. So, you know, last week it was Elijah, Mitch, M- Elijah Mitchell making his, his NFL debut, and it was uh, the first 49ers running back to ever run for 100 yards in his NFL debut. So, you know, he just finds running backs and puts them in just like uh, his dad used to do, Mike Shanahan. So, you know, but we'll see. We'll see. I think this is going to be an exciting game, though. Devo Samuel. Um, Brandon Ayuk, if they actually get him him involved in the offense, he did nothing last week. But these guys, are once you get the ball in their hand, they they make plays. And uh, don't forget about George Kittle. Um, That offense is is tough, and it's going to be a tough test on this Eagles defense. But at the same time, the Eagles have a lot of playmakers all of a sudden in in their offense, you know, Miles Sanders, um, obviously Jalen Hurts, Devontae Smith, Jalen Rager showed some explosiveness last week. We've seen um, the big play potential out of Quez Watkins, Dallas Goddard, Ertz. So, I mean, I think this is, is going to be a game that, even though it's two good defenses, I think it's going to be a higher-scoring game. I think it's going to be an exciting one. So, um, I don't know, man. Something about the Eagles' energy and the fact that it's early in the year and the injuries for the Niners, um, it's the home opener for the Eagles. I don't know, man. Something about it. I think the Eagles are going to pull off a victory here. And I'm going to put the final score here at, um, I'm
0: going to say 34 to 30. You know, last, yesterday I was actually down at the stadium here, you know, for FanFest here at a local Philly radio station. And, you know, I see the stadium and I see how nice it is and how everybody is. And somebody had a sign that said they'll, they'll go 17-0. That's not realistic. You know, <laughs> that's not realistic. But what is realistic is they could win this game. You're absolutely right. But 49er fans were also in town. They made the trip and they went to the Rocky statue and they put, you know, they're trying to put a curse just like the Vikings did in the NFC Championship game a few years ago. How'd that work out for them? So keep an eye on that situation. But to this matchup, like I said, these are two teams. This is going to be a battle. You're absolutely right. This is going to be an offensive fight. Even though both defenses are really, really good. They both did well last week. Or at least one of them did. Like I said, it's going to be a battle. It's going to be interesting. Like I said, Jalen Hurts. You know, like I said, this is only his second home start. He only he only started the one home game against the Saints last year. Actually, this is his third home start. My bad. But, like I said, he had an impressive debut as the full-time starter last, last week. And, uh drop the drop my little thing but all right all right i'm back anyway going back to this matchup like i said this should be a battle all the weapons are here i think booby miles will run the ball i think barnwell will run the ball but like i said this is also their first matchup against jimmy garoppolo they have never played jimmy garoppolo i'm not afraid of him you aren't either but like i said this but trey lance could be the big factor you know, he did throw a touchdown last week, even though that he didn't do much. But like I said, it should be very interesting to see what happens. And like I said, I think it's going to be a battle. It's going to be a shootout. Oh, I didn't even know you were off the phone.
1: Yeah, you just kind of dropped
0: off. Yeah, I dropped the phone, in, in, my bad. But like I said, I'll make it quick. It's going to be a battle. It's going to be a war but i hate, i hate to do this to you if, uh, once again i i think the 49ers they're 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 the better team at this point at this point it may may i might be wrong later but i'm going to go with unfortunately the 49ers here you know but i think the eagles will make it interesting they'll make it interesting so yeah. they find they find a way to win unfortunately and the final score 38 to 34 it's going to be high scoring affair No no, afraid in that, so that's all we have for, yeah, that's all we have for week one, I mean week two, we're all screwed up here, (laughs) we all making mistakes in this one, but hopefully everything goes well, hopefully we we win and everybody else gets their wins and your team wins and we will talk to y'all for the look back Wednesday, so enjoy the games today people.